0: Hi, good morning. Good morning, good, morning. good morning. good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. Good morning, sir. So, uh, we were discussing about Delhi Sultanates, right? We started with Delhi Sultanates on the end of Rajputs, the failure of Rajputs to defend the northwest frontier of India. So, as we were discussing yesterday, what were the reasons for the failure of these uh, Hindu rulers, Rajputs? The reason for the failure.
1: Lack of unity. (laughs) Disintegration. mm,
0: mm, mm, Good. Lack of unity.
2: What?
1: Economic distress in (laughs) India due to their economic uh, their policies?
0: Mm, mm, they they were good. more
1: uh, defensive than offensive.
0: Mm. Good.
1: Reduced manpower. Rigid caste
0: system. Rigid caste system. Good.
1: Reduced manpower.
0: Reduced manpower. Good. Because? Reduced manpower. Because?
1: Continuous wars.
0: Continuous less wars.
1: Qu- uh, less. Uh, Low-skilled soldiers.
0: Okay, comparatively, yes. Good.
1: Also, uh, their depletion of the iron resources. Good. Made them economically poor.
0: Mm. Uh,
1: Tripartite struggle.
0: Yes. Tripartite struggle. Then? Right. How the Delhi Sultanate affected and affected the uh, Indian subcontinent? What are what kind of changes that we saw in the Indian subcontinent due to the arrival of Delhi Sultanates?
1: Involvement of Muslim culture.
0: Good.
2: The... Religious expansion and conversion.
0: Religious expansion and conversion, good. Then
1: Created a strong bond between uh, Arabs, Arabia and India.
0: Good, very good.
1: It paved a uh, new invasion. It paved way for new invasion.
0: Good. Found new uh, way for new invasion. Good, good. Very good, very good.
1: architectural and literature-wise uh, development.
0: Okay. Architecture and literature-wise development. Okay. Good. So these are some of the effects and aftermath effect of the invasion of Delhi Sultanates. Right. So we know that Delhi Sultanates started with Puttupuddin Ibar, Then it went on with uh, Ilkutmish. Then came Razia Begum. Right. And uh, We stop at Balban, right? Yeah. Okay. Balban came up with certain measures. Okay. So what can you say, like, uh, out of all the measures that Balban took, which one uh, do you think it affected the Indian polity in a great extent coming years, later years?
2: frustration
0: what prostration
2: shadow of god kings are shadow of gods so he cannot be questioned. Okay. Mm, 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 mm.
1: he Good. tries to expose himself as the great great man by making hmm. others threat, he killed so many people like in cruel manner. Okay. A real monarch.
2: Hmm. Okay.
0: Then. Guys, do you understand my question? The festival of Navros- Ha. Ah, exactly. That's what I'm asking you. It's not about the measures that he introduced. I asked about the measures that had far reaches. Right? Then, Nauros Festival. What else? What else apart from Nowruz festival?
1: Divanayars.
0: Divana Yars. What is that?
1: Department of Military. Good. Devanai Divan, uh, Vijayarad? Yes. Finance Department.
0: Good. Okay. So introduction of these new departments help India. Right. So in a way you can say that the measures that are now uh, uh, introduced by Balban it had far reaches, especially the Nauros festival, uh, which came to be known as one of the UNESCO intangible cultural heritage. And apart from that, the introduction of divana Yars. Okay, right. So now we'll move on to the next dynasty, the important one, the important personality. Who's that? Jalaluddin Khilji. Jalaluddin Khilji. Anyways, there's no need to read about Jalaluddin Khilji. We can directly move towards Allahuddin Khilji. Okay? Because anyways, Khilji dynasty, though it was found by Jalaluddin, it achieved its peak during the reign of Alauddin Khilji. How many of you seen this watch this movie Padmavar?
1: I so so. Huh? I have seen.
0: You have seen. Good. So, what do you know about Allah within Tilji?
1: An ambitious ruler.
0: Okay, it was a vicious ruler. Mm-hmm. Greedy. Good.
1: Huh? Greedy.
0: Greedy persona. Yeah. Is that what you are saying? Yes, sir. Okay. That's it?
1: Uh, He has killed his father-in-law. What ma'am? He killed his father-in-law.
2: Okay,
0: his father in law, right? Mm-hmm. Introducing payment in cash as payment to so soldiers, okay? Mm-hmm. Guys, you have watched the movie, right? Just tell me what happened in the movie, what you saw, how you saw uh, Kilji in the movie. That's all I'm asking. I'm not asking what is there in the book. There's no necessity for you to tell me what is there in the book. Just tell me what you have seen.
1: He was mesmerized by the beauty of Pranipatma.
0: Ah, good. Coming to this part. Do you think really Alauddin Tilji is that kind of person who's mesmerized by some beauty, who, you know with some guy's portrayal of someone? Do you think Alauddin Tilji is that kind of person?
1: The entire film shows a negative role of uh, Laudine Khilji.
0: Yeah, the entire movie shows this guy as like, you know, portrayed him very negatively. Right. And as you said, the truth is, he killed his father-in-law. Right. So he must be really a precarious person, right? Since he killed his father-in-law, he should be a precarious person. Am I right? Yeah and horrible
1: person. Is it correct? Maybe correct, sir. Because it's feeling, no, we can't, we don't
2: know what is the real story. guys
0: am i audible now
1: yes sir
0: okay yeah um tell me What happened, guys?
1: So, hello sir, am I audible?
0: Yeah. Yes, you are audible.
1: So maybe for the films, uh, uh, maybe for the sake of film, they have created a negative impact of the uh, Khilji because he have done uh, some good things in the so economy also. Right. They talking portraying... about
0: these guys, Hmm. One thing about these guys is that they are actually all of them are precarious person only, right? If you see in one way, even Balwan was a precarious person because he killed so many people, he skinned them, clogged them, clogged them, right? If you see any ruler, okay, no matter whether it's just um, Delhi Sultanates or Mughals, all of them were precarious in nature. Am I right?
2: Yeah.
0: Whether you take Jahangir, he killed Sikh gurus. If you take Shah Jahan, he killed so many people. If you take Aurangzeb, Akbar, any person that you take, any ruler that you take during this period, they were all precarious in nature without any doubt. Majority of them revolted against their own father, revolted against their own brother, killed their own father, brothers, uncles. Okay. It was their nature. Why so? Why is that?
1: So in the film, Allah Kj is in uh, doing the villain role now. So huh? we, uh, in the film Alaudin Khilji is doing the villain part, no? So that time yeah. the film uh, most of the films doesn't show the good part of a villain. Okay. They would make us worse as the villain can.
0: Hmm. Okay. So anyways, just like uh, Balban, he also introduced spy system. Okay. He. Uh, you no, know, he mediated marriage, marriage, relationship, matrimonial relationship with other noble families. Okay. He confiscated the properties of other nobles. So one thing, whenever the new lord, whenever the new you know, uh, uh, king forms the government, whenever the new king ascends to the throne, one issue they all faced was the nobles. The nobles revolted against them. In all the cases, if you see, the nobles continuously revolted against the rulers. Why so? Maybe the nobles,
1: ambi- maybe hmm? the nobles may be ambitious.
0: Nobles were ambitious. Okay, good.
1: Then?
0: Guys, is that the only reason?
1: Everyone's opinion may not be the same, no?
0: Ma'am?
1: Everyone's opinion may not be the same, no?
0: Okay. Mm -mm -mm. Right. They want independence, huh? Okay, anyways. So, once Kilji ascended to the throne, as I was saying, he also punished nobles severely. Okay, um, he controlled the gatherings of nobles. He came up with spy system to spy upon the nobles. Okay, many of the social gatherings, festivities that were conducted by nobles were strictly watched, either strictly watched or they were, you no. Know, uh, not permitted at all, okay. So, by controlling the nobles, allowing Kilji try to control the, this empire on one side, okay. But that is not the major problem for Kilji. One major issue, a big problem for Kilji was that uh, continuous invasion of the Mongols from the northwest frontier. Okay. He started... Revamping the army. One thing he did was he branded horses. Branding of horse, a system known as Dag D A G H. Okay. He started branding of horses. So oh, it's a potential UPSC question. So guys, kindly make a note of it. Branding of horses was introduced by Alauddin Kilji. Okay. So, instead of just seeing Alauddin Kilji, we can compare Alauddin Kilji with another important person known as Muhammad bin Tukla. Okay, because these two guys were always compared, one important reason is both of them faced the same kind of issue. One side, Allahuddin Kilji faced the wrath of the Mongol invasion. The other side, obviously, Muhammad bin Tukluk also faced the wrath of the Mongol invasion. But a major difference is that these two guys, they acted very differently. Right? You know, like, um, Allahuddin Kilji belonged to the Kilji dynasty, Tukluk belonged to the Tukluk dynasty, leaving that capital. Okay. So Allahuddin Kilji, what he did was, he fortified his garrison towns. Okay. He came up with new capital, a fortified capital, away from the Delhi region uh, like in the northwestern side. Whereas, what Mohammed bin Tuklat did was he changed his capital from Delhi to Daulatabad. Right. How these two measures are different? Kilji building new fortified capital and Mohammed bin Tuklat shifting his capital from one region to other region. How these two measures are different from each other and why Alawadhin Kilji's was a success and why Mohammed bin Tuklat measure was a failure. Guys?
2: So, fortification itself is a defensive mechanism.
0: Okay. And this is also a defensive mechanism, right?
2: But fortification is much safer.
0: Fortification is not much safer.
2: Mm.
0: Are you sure?
2: Fortification is safer.
0: Fortification is safer, okay. To click mm-hmm. shifted capital and built Harrison towns in
2: old capital.
0: Yes, Sadrica. Yes, Guys, do you understand my question, first of all? Am I audible? Hello. Yes, sir. Ah. Tell me then how these two measures are different from each other and why was one success, one was a failure?
1: Yes, sir, could you repeat the question once again?
0: Sure. The question is see, when faced with Invasion. Okay, Allahuddin Kilji and Muhammad bin Tughlaq. they acted very differently. What Kilji did was he fortified, okay, he came up with the new capital, old capital. I mean, um, uh, keeping the new capital, what he did was he fortified the capital in the northwestern frontier. He tried to stop defensive, okay, Allahuddin Kilji. What Muhammad bin Tughlaq did was he entirely shifted the capital from one place to the other place. You understand? Yes, sir. Okay. So the question is, why in Tilji's measure became a success and why did Mohammed bin Tukla measure fail?
1: So the continuous uh, changing of capital can create insecurity in the mind of the people
0: okay see as mentioned here he built a town called Siri for his soldiers okay so soldiers were stationed at one place fortification happened so they they stayed separately Whereas the soldiers camped at Delhi itself. Okay, that is the capital of Mohammed bin Tuklat. And later he shifted it to Dauladabad. Okay, what Mohammed bin Tuklat did was, when he shifted his capital from Delhi to Dauladabad, he asked all the people from Delhi to move to Dauladabad. Where is Dauladabad? Bangladesh. No, Dauladabad is there in Maharashtra. Right? When people shifted, they had to travel a long way, right? Yes, sir. When people had to travel a long distance, what are the things necessary? What are the necessity things you needed to travel from one place to another place? Don't say now. like don't compare it with 2020, 2021. Okay. See from the summit, uh, see from the 1300s, 1400s point of view. Food? Good, Very good. Then
1: transportation facilities.
0: Good transportation facilities like
1: bullock carts.
0: Okay, good. Thank you.
1: That's Some it. defensive mechanism.
0: Ma'am? Huh?
1: Some defensive mechanism.
0: Defensive mechanism uh, for what? Uh, to protect the people. Yeah. Huh? yeah. Okay. Uh, faizal safety from tips. Good. Mm. Right. So all the all these things were necessary. Okay. For travel in the you no. Know, in 1300s if you want to travel a long distance especially from delhi to maharashtra if you have to travel it's a long distance it will it would take weeks to travel okay it's not that all people had bullock cart or all people had a horse facilities to travel from one place to other place it's not that all the people had enough food uh, enough food to travel from one place to other place okay It's a costly affair and it's a difficult thing also. One thing, unlike today, there were no proper transportation facilities like road structure, okay, or hotels, motels, nothing was there. People had to take care of everything. So, in this difficult situation, it was combined with famine also. Right? What will happen?
1: So yes, could you repeat uh-huh. the question?
0: In this situation, okay. In this situation, feminine also combined as a factor which affected. I'm asking what will happen. What
1: health, issues, happen? health
0: issues. Health
2: uh-huh. issues.
0: What what? Population will wash away. Yes many people died during this process this rigorous journey combined with uh, you know, combined with
2: the famine what
0: Am I audible now?
1: Yes, sir.
0: Okay, so what were we discussing? About
1: depletion in population.
0: Yes. So this summer journey decreased the population. Okay. Many people died during this rigorous travel from one part of the country to the other part of the country. That too, especially in a scorching summer. Like, uh, you know, right, the Indian summer, scorching Indian summer, they had to travel a long distance combined with the famine, okay? And what happened is, this did not stop Mongol invasion, okay? And after two years of this travel, again, Mohammed bin Tukla shifted his capital from Daulatabad to Delhi, and he asked people to come from Daulatabad again to Delhi. How is it? So, this shifting of capital from Delhi to Daulatabad and again from Daulatabad to Delhi after two years, it reduced population. If population is reduced, what would be the consequence of the country, of a state?
2: Taxation. <laughs>
0: taxes tax collection will reduce then
2: army strength will reduce army
0: strength obviously yes good right anyways as you said army strengthened decreased, population decreased. He had uh, no other way but to increase taxes. Okay, already there was famine, right? In Ganga, in, in, in the Dope region, between Ganga and Emuna region, already it was famine-struck region. And especially during the period of Muhammad bin Tuklaq, it was a severe famine. What happened is he increased the taxes also. Right, one side famine, the other side decreasing population, the other side what he did was he increased the taxes, what would have happened.
1: Economic fall. Ma'am. Economic fall.
0: Economic. Fall
1: decline.
0: Economic decline right. Hmm. Anything else?
1: Distrust on the roller.
0: Okay, guys, just think that in uh, view from contemporary Indian point. uh, Consider this, if government is going to increase the tax during this period, that is during Corona period, if government is going to increase the tax and petrol is going to be 150 meters next month, how would you feel? Insecured. insecure
1: insecure
0: hmm. riots can happen riots can happen same happened in Muhammad bin tuklag period okay because people already don't have enough money and this increased taxation put a severe strain on the less i mean a severe strain on the agricultural community okay whereas during Alauddin Kilji period also, a famine struck. But Alauddin Kilji acted in a very different way. He didn't increase the tax. Okay. He collected taxes only for the harvest that was reaped by the farmers. He didn't levy any extra taxes. Okay. So Alauddin Kilji got success. Mohammed bin Tukla got failure because. The combination of various factors, right? Mohammed bin Tukluck, it affected the Mohammed bin Tukluck period, right? And apart from that, one thing is, it's not just about increasing of taxes, okay? When famine struck, when soldiers are, when a lot of soldiers were you know, taken into army, what happened is price increased for both the people, okay, I mean, for both the period. Allowing Kilci period as well as Mohammed Bin Tuklak period, price increased. What Mohammed Bin Tuklak did was, he introduced a new form of currency known as token currency. Okay. So we have token currency, right? In India, we follow token currency system. Am I right? Guys? In India, do we follow token currency system? okay we are going to text right. so this is a tokens token currency am i right what we have here is a token currency it's a 2 rupees currency right and yes. the, this one is a 20 rupees currency and you know there are 500 rupees the 2000 rupees currencies are available but as such if you take the value okay if you take the face value and if you take the uh, no actual value of the currency whether coins are you no know, costlier or whether the notes are costlier which one is See from the intrinsic value point of view, see from the face value point of view, which is costlier to make, to produce.
2: Coins, yeah. hmm?
0: coins, coins. Okay. <clears throat> Right. So what Mohammed bin Tuklaq did was he introduced the token currency, and uh, there was something called Silver Tanka, right? Introduced by Silver Tanka, introduced by Ilthupish. Right. Ilthupisha. Silver tanka.
2: Yeah.
0: Right. Uglak. Uglaka. Ilthupish. No. Ilthupish. Right. So, the silver tanka. Okay. He introduced the token currency of copper bearing the value of silver tanka. Okay, and what happened is people started printing their own money, I mean minting their own money. Okay, so they saved the silver. Okay, they saved silver and started minting their own currency because that is cheap to make right copper copper at the value of silver okay they used this copper money to pay taxes instead of gold instead of silver they started to pay taxes using copper money so if they are going to pay copper money as tax how will government will get money enough money to conduct their daily affairs right see if you have indian currency it's going to help you only in india it won't help you anywhere outside of the india right Yeah, but to conduct trade, you need something more, you need something valuable, gold, for example, or silver, okay, which has intrinsic value. But unfortunately, these copper coins, they don't have any intrinsic values, except the face value given by the Sultan, right? So, people started minting their own currency, people started paying taxes with the copper coins instead of silver coins, how this would affect the economy Economy and state affairs. Nice. Yes. decline in the value of money. Guys, are you all sleeping? I'm not asking you any no, difficult sir. Question, right? I'm I, I'm asking you simple question only. I don't know why you are taking so much time to answer or whether you are listening to the class or not. Even that I don't understand economic crisis, trade will collapse, no proper measuring system, okay? Right. <clears throat> but what Alawuddin Kilji did was, he controlled the prices, okay? Instead of increasing, I mean, instead of coming up with new coins, in, instead of you no know, influxing the country with new token currency, he controlled the prices, okay? He appointed officials, To look after market, he appointed officials to strictly check what are the prices of fruits, vegetables and different articles so that even during famine and even when the money was much necessary for the government, he didn't leave the market to self-sustain itself. What he did is he came up with checks and balances, he controlled the market so that the traders they won't exploit the people so that uh, the people would be having enough money to buy different articles okay so both of them face the same issue but they acted very differently okay one thing is shifting of capital the other one what he did was he controlled the prices he built uh, I mean he fortified, right? Apart from that, rebellions happened, okay, during both period, Alauddin Kilji period and Muhammad bin Tukla period. What Alawdin Kilji did was he controlled the nobles, you know, different measures, okay, punishing them. Um, and as I said earlier, he controlled the festivities, he controlled the gatherings of nobles. Okay, so in one way, Allah Alaihi succeeded in controlling them. The other side, Muhammad bin Tuklaq was not strong enough to control the nobles. One big reason is during the period of Muhammad bin Tuklaq, the country started to see its expansion. Okay. Alauddin Kilji had his empire confined majorly, majorly to the North India, whereas during the period of Muhammad bin Tughlaq, it expanded even to the South India. Okay? You can clearly see that he shifted his capital from Delhi to Maharashtra, which means he had a strong presence in the South India also. To maintain such a large extent of a state, it's a very difficult process, unlike what happened for Alauddin Kilji. Right? That is another issue. Okay. And uh, Mohammed bin Tukla came up with something called Diwanai Kohi. Okay. Guys, um, uh, what is Diwanai Ars?
1: Military department.
0: Military department. Good. What is Diwanai Kohi? Divanai Kohi is the Department for Agriculture established by Ma'am?
1: Lawn issuing department, Takavi.
0: Department of Agriculture, Divanai Kohi. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. So, one side, as we were saying, the measures that was taken by Kilji was a success. The other side, Mohammed bin Tuklaq's uh, measures were a failure. Mohammed bin Tuklaq was the only Indian king who went on an expedition in the northwestern part, part of India. Okay. Allahuddin Kilji, what he did was, he was entirely defensive. Okay. He built fortification. He held his gate in the northwestern frontier of India. But Muhammad bin Tuklaq, he went on expedition. Okay. Mohammed bin Tuklaq is the only person, only Indian king who went on an offensive strike against the Mongols. Right? And uh, what could be the consequence of it? What could be the consequence
2: of it? Guys? If king's chair is absent, nobles gain powers exactly
0: when the presence of king is not there nobles controlled and obviously nobles exploited people and the people were losing money one side the economy was declining then what else then what else Guys, that's it. Then the king is not present. Only issue is noble taking uh, power. There is nothing else.
2: Invasions.
0: Invasions. Okay. Mm. Already feminine was there, right? Decline. Okay. So now what happened is plague. Okay. When uh, Mohammed bin Tuklaq was away on a military expedition, what happened was a plague struck the capital region. Okay. A plague struck the capital region, and uh, this majority of the kingdom faced the plague. A deadly plague. And so many people died in this plague. I don't know whether it's fortunate or unfortunate. Mohammed bin Tuklaq was not there during this period and he survived. Okay. And the harsh climate uh, during the expedition of Mohammed bin Tuklaq stopped Mohammed bin Tuklaq from pursuing the Mongol invasion. So he had to return back. So, when he returned back to his capital, he could see that the country was struck with famine and plague, so many people died. Okay, so now you tell me, Alauddin Kilji on one side, Mohammed bin Tuklat on the other side, who is more successful? Who was more successful? Guys?
2: So
1: uh, successful in the sense of protect, protecting whole kingdom or becoming success by himself only?
2: Mm. So
1: in what sense?
0: In what sense? Uh, okay. See, this uh, in what sense is they both took certain measures. Okay. The, both the measures was to protect the country okay how successful was Alauddin khilji and how successful was muhammad bin tuklq in protecting the country and expanding their kingdom
1: khilji is successful ma'am khilji
0: khilji good right but one thing is out of these two people, that is, out of Alauddin Kilji and Mohammed bin Tuklaq, Mohammed bin Tuklaq was the most learned person. In fact, out of all the Delhi Sultanates, Muhammad bin Tuklaq was the most comprehensively, philosophically, I mean, comprehensively, philosophical and uh, religiously educated person. OK. He knew so many languages. He was an avid reader, learner, very knowledgeable person, went on military expeditions, he maintained diplomatic relations with far off lands like Iran, Egypt, China. Okay, unlike Alauddin Kilji, he was more learned, eager, eagerly uh, no, went on offensive strike. Okay, but one issue is, he is the one who conducted many novel experiments in the Delhi Sultanate period, in the Delhi Sultanates, and unfortunately all of his measures, all of his experiments failed. Right, but however, Allahuddin Kilji, you know that uh, he is also a hasty decision maker. Right, somehow he got lucky, and unfortunately, Mohammed bin Tukla measures and experiments were failed. Okay, guys,
1: clear, sir.
2: Okay.
0: So if you are going to read Delhi Sultanate, Diwanai Ars, Diwanai Kohi, okay, and the branding of horses and the various measures introduced by Alauddin Gilji and mohammed bin Tuklek, we potential questions. Okay. And there were so many UPSC questions which compared and contrasted between Kilji and Tuklek. So, there's a huge chance that you guys might get questions from this particular part. That's why I'm taking my time and uh, asking you to read this one. Okay? So, if you are going to read Delhi Sultanate, kindly concentrate on Kelji and Mohammed bin Tukla. Right? Yes, sir. Okay. Then go for a break and come. will meet after some time. Okay, so... Hey guys.
2: Am I audible? Yes, sir. Yes. OK.
0: So next important personality is Shah Tukluk. Okay, and this is the end of Tukluk dynasty.
1: Hello?
0: Hello? Am I audible? Hello? Hello? Yes sir, you are audible. Okay. Right. So, Fero Shah the next person, important personality in the Tuklaq dynasty. Right? So, unlike Muhammad bin Tuklaq, Fero Shah experiments or measures were a successful one. Right? One thing is, Firosha Tuklak was a deeply religious person. Okay. Uh, whereas if you see Muhammad bin Tuklak, he was not that deeply religious person. Ferocia Tuklak followed the advice of ulemas in running the administration. Who are ulemas? Scholars. Huh? Scholars, scholars. Scholars, okay. Just the scholars, sir.
1: Religious scholars,
2: uh,
0: kind of protectors, right? Kind of protectors, ah, the people who uphold religious virtues and values of Islam, okay. So since he is a deeply religious person, he respected and followed the advice of Rulemas. And obviously there would be a downside to it, right? If you are going by the scriptures, if you are going by what is there in the religion, what is there written in the religion, if you are taking, you know, if you are going to follow that, obviously there would be a backdrop, right?
2: Guys? Yes, sir. Okay, Yes, sir.
0: Right. My question is, what if India follows a holy scripture or a religion, a particular religion or a particular book and text scriptures of one particular religion, what will happen? Just imagine that India is, uh, no, India follows manus, manuscript, Manusprithi. Instead of the Indian constitution book, if India follows Manusprithi, what will happen? Guys,
1: nice. other religious people people will face problem
0: exactly other religious people will follow prop uh, will feel i mean will get the problem and it's not just about other religious people even the people who belong to that same religion but belong to different caste or different category of people they also will face the problem because education is something given only to the particular caste of one religion. Am I right? Not to all people. Religion, um, uh, right, the literature, reading, learning is particularly confined to one community. Not to all the people. That is the case. I cannot teach you and you also cannot sit in the class. Am I right? Yes. So, in a way, Firosha Tuklak was a predecessor to Shikandar Lodi and Aurangazib. I hope you know something about Aurangazib. Right? Aurangazib is known for his notorious activity against Hindus. Am I right?
2: Yes, sir. Right. Yes, sir.
0: So, Purosha was in a way a predecessor to Aurangzeb because he destroyed a lot of Hindu temples, one side. Okay. He imposed severe taxes on Hindu people, the other side. Okay. So, he's a mixture of both. One side, he built a lot of canals. For irrigation purpose. Okay. At the same time, he imposed severe jizya tax. You know, right, jizya tax is the kind of hey, tax which is imposed upon non-Muslim population. Okay. And he imposed irrigation tax. He built canals, he built fruit gardens all over New Delhi. Okay. He set up royal factories known as karkanas. Okay. He built a new fort known as firozabad near red fort in delhi right you know about firozabad i hope okay and uh, the old monuments like qutub uh, minar okay and uh, jama masjid they are all renovated during the period of firoz shah Okay, one side you can see he came up with a lot of developmental activities, he tried to provide for the people, he tried to expand his empire, he tried to control the empire, even the largest, I mean even the distant empire were under the good control of Perusha But at the same time he was a hasty uh, guy because he followed the scripture, he followed a particular scripture to the core. Okay, and he hated not just Hindus, but also Muslims. Why? Not just Hindus, but also Muslims. Why? Guys, am I audible? Are you listening? Are you there? Question once again. Okay. I told you he followed Ulema's, right? He followed whatever ulama said. He strictly followed them. He followed the scripture, he hated Hindus, destroyed temples, but not just Hindus, he also hated Muslims, Uh, to be precise, one particular section of Muslims. Why?
2: Because of strict religious measures. What? Strict religious measures.
0: Afla, Afla, right?
2: They're not
0: audible. strict religious measures are. Guys, Feroz Shah was a Sunni Muslim. Okay. And you know, right, there's a long-standing contest between Shia and Sunni Muslims. Since he belonged to Sunni Muslim, he... Yeah, even the high caste and low caste within the religion even the Shia muslims were you know, severely subjected to uh, severely subjected to punishments okay he did not just hate hindus he also hated muslims of other section okay and anyways one good thing is he was able to control the nobles unlike muhammad bin tughlaq unlike alaudin khilji there was no necessity for to Tukle to control them with hasty decisions. Instead of that, he the ikta system. I hope you know about the ikta system, right? Yes, sir. What is the system?
1: Tax Stop. collection under a military commander.
0: Yeah. Right. So he revived the ikta system, also made the ikta system to be hereditary. Hereditary means you can pass on your land to your sons. Okay. Before this, what happened is the ikta system, the land that is given to a military commander, he would own it. Whatever he earns or gets from it, after his death, it gets passed on to someone else. But now you can pass it along your generation, your son, your daughters, you can pass it along okay so this hereditary succession of properties and this hereditary succession of ikta system helped him control the nobles okay and uh, the special taxes the, which was there for different items were abolished according to the islamic law okay and one bad thing about firosha tukla period was number of slaves increased okay he captured young people he captured wounded soldiers he captured failed i mean soldiers of failed states he made them slaves right what will happen he Uh, If someone who's subjecting you for a long time as a slave, what will happen if he dies? Once he dies, what will you do?
1: Take the crown.
2: Revolt against uh, exactly. So
0: once after the death of Prosha Puklar, there were around two lakhs of slaves who revolted. Okay. And obviously the military commanders, they also started to at time their own independence. So one side, the slave revolts, the other side, nobles conquest for the throne, and the other side, disintegration of the region, because military commanders, obviously, they will uh, ascertain their independence. So the entire region got disintegrated after the death of Tukluk. okay? And one good thing about Tukluk uh, period was, he introduced a department known as Divan-i Kairat. Okay. And this Divan-i Kairat was established to take care of orphans and widows. He established free hospitals also. So he's a good guy, right?
2: Was he a good guy? Sir, I have a doubt. Huh? I have a doubt,
0: sir.
2: Yeah. Uh, Jama Masjid was built by Shah right? No. Uh, is that Jama Masjid in Delhi? Not Shah I think I read it somewhere, like. Not
0: for such a guys. Are you there?
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Ah, tell me. I asked you a question. One side, he came up with a new department called Diwane Kairat. The other side, he came up with hospitals and marriages, uh, uh, marriage bureau for poor Muslims. He built a canal, he built uh, no, uh, uh, factories, he built fruit gardens, The other side, he treated Hindus as second-grade citizens, he imposed severe jizya tax. he was intolerant towards Shia Muslims. Okay, so where will you fix Firosh or Tukla? Is he a good guy or a bad guy?
2: politically ambitious but religiously orthodox okay politically ambitious but religiously orthodox very good
0: someone asked me right um, about jama masjid built by sajan who is that
2: Tell me
0: okay see there are various jama masjid okay there is no one single jama masjid there are um, there is a jama masjid famous jama masjid in gujarat also built by abdul abdul shah i am not wrong Okay, Agmad Shah, not Abdul Shah, sorry, Ahmad Shah. Okay. And uh, there are Jama Masjid. There is one Jama Masjid inside Patepur Shikri, built by Akbar. And there is other Jama Masjid, built by Iltutmish also, by Kilji also. Okay. There are different Jama Masjid. Right? Are you clear now? Yes sir. Okay, so the Jama Masjid which you are saying might be built by Saja Khan, but in different park, a different place. Okay, even in Delhi, you can see you, there are three different Delis. New Delhi is there, Old Delhi is there, National Capital Region, NCR Delhi is there. So even Delhi is not no, one single location, Delhi itself, is, there are three different Delis available. So, you can see a lot of Jama Masjid built by a lot of different people. So, don't worry about it. Right? So, uh, that's the issue with Feroz
2: Shah
0: One side he was politically ambitious, the other side he was religiously orthodox. So, he hated other people, other sections of the people. Right, anyways, after the uh, ferocious Tuklak, you know that country was disintegrated, and this was the time when uh, Saeeds came into power. But anyway, Saeeds is not that important. So, we move on to Lodi's. Okay, Lodi's are the people, uh, descendants of Afghans. Okay, previous to Lodi's, you know that it, uh, they were all Turks ruler, Turkish ruler okay but lodi's are the people who belong to afghan and uh, they were the successors of turks ruled in india okay established by bahulul lodi anyways after that shikandar lodi became an important personality or the most the important uh, uh, no the most important king of the lodi dynasty okay you can see that shikandar lodi is also just like birosha Tukla. So, what are the things do you think uh, Shikandar Lodi would have done? Orthodox. Orthodox. So, I'm asking about the meshes. What kind of meshes um, Shikandar Lodi would have introduced?
1: Construction of roads, irrigation, huh? f- irrigation facilities,
0: canals. Okay, you are missing the point. I told you that he's just like. Hiroshima. Access
2: against non-Muslims and uh, Shia Muslims.
0: Yeah, good then. Anjana, administrative reforms. Okay. Mm. You guys come on restrictions
1: on hindus ma'am restrictions on hindus
0: restrictions on hindus okay destroyed hindu temples good proper audit comes of income efficient spy system okay so yes Shikandar Lodi is the greatest of all the three lodis and he was just like a hasty guy who imposed severe restrictions on Hindus, Shia Muslims, Sufis okay And at the same time he still uh, since he was ambitious, he could control the nobles and he uh, you no know, under his control many Rajput chiefs were, Defeated, he controlled or the, he brought the Bihar under his control. Okay, so Shikandar Lodi was just like Piro Shah Tuklak. Okay, and this guy destroyed a lot of Hindu temples during this period. Right, after Shikandar Lodi, after the death of Shikandar Lodi, he was succeeded by his son Ibrahim Lodi. Ibrahim Lodi is to the next level of Shikandar Lodi and Virusha, Tukla. Okay, he was a very arrogant person. Um, he used to humiliate, he humiliated all of his nobles in the court itself. Okay, so his continuous humiliation and arrogance earned him one huge enemy. What is the name of that enemy? Babar? No ma'am, Daulat Khan Lodi.
1: Governor of Punjab.
0: Yeah, governor of Punjab. Okay, Daulat Khan Lodi. So Daulat Khan Lodi was you no know, waiting for an opportunity to give back the humiliation. He was waiting for a payback day. And there was one person known as Babur. okay, he was wandering around looking for a place to invade or to stay because his home was destroyed, okay, and he was looking for an opportunity, he was looking for a place and an invite came from India, Daulat Khan Lodi invited Babur to march against Delhi and captured the Delhi region. Okay. Which ensured first battle of Panipat? So totally how many battle of Panipat are there? Three. Three battles Three. of Panipat is there. And there was a question in UPSC in Mainz where they asked why a lot of No battles fought in Panipat. Why three battles fought in Panipat and why Panipat is so important that different battles, decisive battles happened in Panipat? Is there any reason, particular reason, guys? Where is Panipat, first of all? Haryana. Okay, good. Why so many decisive battles? That is, the entire Indian political scenario changed because of these battles. If you see, the first battle was between Babar and Lodi,
2: right? The gateway of uh, Delhi. What? Gateway of Delhi. So, uh, the... gateway of India. Uh, the army from northwestern region can easily penetrate through Panipat.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Right, anyways. So it's uh, you should think you should answer for it anyways. So this first battle of Panipat ended in the defeat and death of Ibrahim Lodi. Okay. And a new rule was established in India. The rule was under Mughals. Okay. So next we will see Mughals But before that, we will discuss briefly about the Delhi Sultanate rule. What kind of changes did you see during the period of Delhi Sultanates? What kind of changes?
1: Religious conversion?
0: Religious change? Religious
1: Pesa. So so many conversions happened during the time of
0: Ah, okay, good. Hmm. So we'll discuss one by one. First, administration. Tell me about administration. Administration was based on- Capital
2: region uh, Delhi was first formed. What? Uh, Delhi, capital region Hmm. for Delhi. Was first founded by uh, delhi
0: okay good mm-hmm, good next political unity political unity very good a political unification happened in india you know after the death of harshavardhana there was no political unity in india and the small, small kings, kingdoms were fighting against each other continuously. But then Delhi Sultanate was established from the north, okay, like the extension from north to the northwestern part, they extended even till the Tamil Nadu Kerala region. Okay, a political unity happened in India. Good then.
2: Invasion from uh, Mongols stopped or defended. Yes.
0: Good. Then. Then, guys. Shadow of God. Who said this? Balban. Yes, Balban. Okay. um, Deepa, rise of Indo-Islamic architecture. That you tell me when uh, we speak about architecture. Now I'm asking about administration. So confine your answers to only administration. Good, Anjana. Uh, Revenue administration, land revenue, main source. Good. Guys, what about tax system? What about local administration? Land revenues? IKTA system? Mukti system? The IKTA dhari. Right? How about village administration? How strong was that? How about the establishment of various uh, uh, no various branches. Divanai Kohi, Divanai Ars, Divanai Kairat, Branding of horses. Okay, branding of horses. It's like military, anyways. Um, administration wise. Okay, a lot of new departments were established. Okay, good tax system was introduced, and as you, as I said. The Mughals built upon their tax system, their Mansabdari system, and based based upon the Itadari system of Delhi Sultanates. Okay, not just a tax system, the irrigation, canal facilities, okay, the administration, the strong, able administration, their way of uh, coming up with copper scenery, okay, the governors were all adopted by the Mughals also. Since Mughals ruled India for more than 500 years and Delhi Sultanates for more than 500 years, this created a huge impact on India, not just the regions controlled by Delhi Sultanates and Mughals, but also the regions controlled by other kings, other Hindu kingdoms also adopted the measures of Delhi Sultanates slowly. Okay. And the form of central government and state governments, that is the king at the center and governor at the states, also had a far-reaching establishment in Indian political judicial administration. Good. Right. Anything else? Administration that's it
2: coins what coins uh, coins uh, mm. that uh, silver tanka
0: what silver tanka good okay so now we'll go move on with economy how about economy during delhi sultanate bronze token currency minting during muhammad and tukluk okay economy economy during the delhi sultanate period agriculture economy i am asking guys was economy during the delhi sultanate period what kind of measures okay canal irrigation was given more preference hmm. I'm asking about economy, and you are speaking about agriculture. I don't understand. Agriculture is just a part of economy, and there are so many other things. Textile industry,
2: okay. Then. Persia.
0: Good. overseas trade happened. Overseas trade improved during this period. Takavi shoeing departments were established. Okay. That is loan facilities uh, for the people who don't uh, understand what is takavi meaning. It's a loan. Okay. Then. Then there is something known as SARAIS. Yeah, price control by allowed tells very good. SARAIS, S-A-R-A-I. So it's a potential UPS equation, guys. SARAIS, S-A-R-A-I. SARAIS means guest houses or rest houses, you can say. Okay? For the people who travel long distances, they need safety. They need a place to stay. They need a place to quench their thirst, eat food stay at night okay so saris were established during this period which helped the people especially the travelers and the traders to go for long route trade which helped the economy okay and the karkanas built by kirusha Tuklak, though it was a slave kind of system it helped in establishing a strong economy okay leather making metal crafts okay so all these things flourished under the Pirosha tuklat because of the slave established karkanas okay then anything else how about the lifestyle of people guys how about the lifestyle of people during this period lifestyle in the sense the economic economical lifestyle of people i am asking guys guys am i
2: audible yes sir
0: ah tell me I asked you a question, right? Guys. Adit, um, okay, Sarai was established by Um, Sarais, it's Firosha Tuklak. Okay, the revamping later done by a lot of people in India, it was Firosha Tuklak, but before that, there were a lot of Sarais in Arab already in the mid uh, 12th century onwards. Sarais were there. Okay, sir, yes, ma'am.
1: Am I audible? yes no, sir. Uh, so the yes, rural ma'am. class, such as peasantries, were sometimes were uh, forced to pay high cla- uh, high taxations. Mm.
0: Then.
2: Mm.
1: Then the small landlords. Regarding okay. them, they, uh, they lived uh, a better. St- they had a better standard of life. Mm. But uh, the people who lived more prosperous, the most prosperous was the autonomous chieftains.
0: Okay. Mm. Right. Um, I hope you know about the lifestyle of people, right? They suffered actually a lot under the hands of Mohammed bin Tuklaq. Migrations. Huh? Migrations. Yeah, like migration. Continuous so wars. Lifestyle, lifestyle of people was kind of mixed, okay. The concentration of wealth was there only under a few hands, you know, the nobles, king, governors. They were the people who had a lot of wealth and obviously you know that they lived a luxurious life, right, all of them, they lived a luxurious life, they were extravagantly paid. They had a lot of money, enormous wealth. Okay, so these guys had these guys had gold. These guys had uh, silk, palace built, a palace built, a fruit gardens for self. Okay, so these guys were wealthy, and uh, they lived a luxurious, lavian life. Right. how about caste system during Delhi Sultanate? The social life. Caste system in India. How about caste system in India? Social life of people in India during this period.
1: They face religious discrimination?
0: Ma'am? Huh? Religious discrimination? Huh? okay. Hmm. Patriarchy. Majority Islamic class. Okay. How about the people who converted to Muslim Islam during this period? How was their social life? People who converted from Hindu Hinduism to Islam. What about their life? How about their life? class
2: hmm.
0: If you are not going to answer it, at least tell me that you don't know. I feel very sleepy. If you are not answering, like there is no... Guys, think from my side also, okay?
2: I think their life must be good.
0: Life must be good. Uh? Whose life?
2: Uh, the ones who... Uh, converted to Islam? Okay. Uh, That's a
0: problem. If someone from a caste like Brahmin or a Kshatriya converted to Islam, they were treated differently from the people who converted to Muslim belonging to lower caste. There is a caste system even in Islam, right? Even inside Islam, lower caste, higher caste, upper caste. Am I right?
2: Yes, sir. Okay.
1: So there Adira. will be Parda system, no?
0: Adira your videos on. So? Yes ma'am?
1: There will be Parda
0: system, no? Yes, obviously Parda system. See, people were discriminated based on their caste. Okay, and obviously the Brahmins held a higher position. Kshatriyas held higher positions, Rajputs followed discrimination policy on based upon caste and even the people who uh, didn't, even the people who wanted to convert to Islam, even the people who converted to Islam, they also faced a lot of discrimination based upon their caste. Okay, so the social life was still, you know, right, it was a medieval period, dark period. The social life was bad for people. Patriarchy, as someone said, women were not allowed to come outside of their houses. Okay. And especially with the strict Islamic laws, uh, there were a lot of difficult things and the people's social life were uh, not that good during this period. Okay. Right. Next, we'll move on to art and architecture sir. So, yes ma'am.
1: Uh, did they given any choice of uh, doing on, uh, uh, I mean uh, did they given any choice of uh, converting into Muslim or choosing that? Not getting what? Um, sir, so, uh, did the is uh, uh, Islam dynasty I mean Muslim dynasty given any choice of uh, conversion of de- uh, conversion or death?
0: You are asking whether the Islam rulers gave option for the people to convert to Islam,
1: otherwise choose death.
0: Right. Yes, obviously their, their choices were there. But at the same time, when you are strictly imposed with a tax called jizya tax, which is an extra tax for non-Muslim community, what choice do you have? Right? Yes,
1: sir.
0: Okay. So art and architecture, guys, come on. qutub minar good then
2: jama masjid good then
1: indo persian style dome
0: yes very good
1: alai darwaza
0: alai darwaza yeah Right. So, anyways, we'll see the art and architecture during the art and art and art art and uh, culture class. But we'll just see a over brief. Uh, I mean, just we'll see the brief of it. One thing is the introduction of arts. Introduction, yes. is. Uh, introduction of arts. Introduction of domes. Introduction of minarets introduction of towers, okay, Instruction, uh, introduction of minars, okay. So, the architecture of India went into a huge change or a revolutionary change during the period of Delhi Sultanate, okay, especially the arcs and domes, okay, the towers and minars, Yes, good. Verses of Quran were used in building. For example, if you closely look at Qutub Minar, you can see the verses of Quran, especially the language, Arabic. Okay? Arabic scripts were written all over mosque, all over the Minar, Dome, Ark. Okay? The decorations of these buildings were done using... Arabic versus Arabic script. Good, blend of Indian and Islamic style. Right, anyways. Introduction of octagonal terms, good. Hmm. Okay, right. Is there anything else apart from this? Tukladawak Fort, yeah. Tukladawak Fort and Kotla Fort of Ferocia Tukla. Yeah, city town. Solid and strong building, yes. Sufi, some. Okay, we'll come to music then. How about music during this period?
1: Persian instruments such as sarang.
0: Ah, sarangi. Barangi. Sarangi. Rabon. Ma'am.
1: Huh? Uh, another one, Rabon.
0: Ah, Rabba, sarangi. Then.
1: Amir khusro
0: Yeah, Amir Khusro. Parrot of India, right? So, um, what about the Hindustani music? Is it happened during this period or during the Mughal period? Hindustani.
2: This period, sir
0: this period uh, okay mm. okay right sarangi sitar rabab so introduction of this mu- uh, musical instruments happened during this period and uh, again uh, this sarangi was sarangi became famous during the early periods of air raghman before this sarangi was used for entirely different purpose. Right? Anyways, after that, literature. Who's Minhaj I Siraj? Minhaj Guys, how about Amir Kushro? How about for Persian literature? Arabi literature. Kitabul Hind.
1: Sir, khasim
0: Yes. Okay. I yes.
2: think uh, Amir
1: Khusro is the first Muslim to write, uh, write in Hindi.
0: Right. Uh, that's okay. No problem. Um, uh, the important thing, the major important thing, is the influence of religion and uh, administration, okay, economy, administration, religion, and military. This is the major concentration, I mean, this is the place where you should concentrate when you read uh, Delhi Sultanate, Uh, apart from art and architecture, without any doubt, okay? Art and architecture, economy, administration, military. How about the changes in military? What kind of changes did you see during the uh, Delhi Sultanate in military? And in military during
2: Delhi Sultanate. Divana, Yarsa.
0: Uh, Divana Yarsa. Okay.
2: Mm. Then. Horses became important. What? Horses? Hmm.
1: Done so many military campaigns? Ma'am? Military campaigns?
0: Military campaigns, okay, good. Right, um, next we'll move on to Mughal. Okay, I'll just give you a brief introduction about Mughal and uh, then we'll conclude our class with this, okay? Right, so next what happened is, you know, the first battle of Panipat happened between two important personality, Babur and Lodi. And you know, Babur invaded India. He was successful, he established its administration After that, Humayun came, Humayun fought with Shersha Suri, Suri won, Suri ruled India for a while and Shersha Suri's administration was so wonderful that his administration, administrative reforms were taken over by Akbar once Akbar came into power and this became the model function of the entire Mughal empire and you know Akbar's son, Jahangir. Uh, he is the person responsible for the miniature painting. And when uh, Jahangir, the person responsible for the achievement of painting pinnacle during the medieval period or the Mughal period, then you know architecture achieved its peak during the period of Shah Jahan his son. Okay, then finally Aurangzeb, and that was the end of Mughal period. So what will we see like? For tomorrow's class, what we'll see is the Mughal period, right? We'll start with Babar, Humayun, Akbar. And in between Shersha Suri, Jahangir, Sajahan. I hope tomorrow we will complete Mughal. Okay? So tomorrow will be the third okay, class so. Mughal period. Mughal will be completed, hopefully. And the next we'll move on to Bhakti Sufi movement. Okay, so your medieval class will get completed by this Friday. Right, next week, next week, from next week onwards, we'll concentrate on art and architecture. I mean, art and uh, culture. Okay, any doubts? Yes, sir. Clear, sir. Ma'am? It's clear. Okay, right, 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 right. Okay, then we'll conclude our class for today. Thank you all. Have a good day.
1: Thank you.